On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. I think I'm going to have a shocking statement for everybody. Oh, no. In Dallas right now, it's the Texas State Fair, and I, Heath Oaks, could care less about going to the State Fair. Whoa! Jimmy, Zach, and Matt, what do y'all think of that? That was one of our first dates. Yeah, the State Fair is a story tradition, Heath. I I just, it's just, you know, I... I like really fun, like thrilling rides, okay. but the rides at the fair are all like to dizzy to make you want to vomit, not like have fun with. I like well, I hope that Big Tex is not hearing this right now because he would be very offended it's and true. hurt. I don't think I've rode a single ride at the at the fair. I've, ro- I've uh, been on the Ferris wheel, but uh, that's that's about it. Well, so many things have happened at those <laughs> fair rides and carnival <laughs> rides. I don't I'm blame not. you in terms of the rides. Yeah. But Heath, I feel like that was a little bit of false advertising on your part when we had one of our first dates and you gave a faux fair fan situation fair no, fan I mean, not I, that i'm a big fair person i but say you're not either right. so what are you even yeah. trying to what are you talking about like you can't care less the thing is it's super expensive yes. it, it's overrated and expensive and you know it's just not my favorite jam. I'd rather go to Six Flags any day. Listen, I'll, I'll admit that I'm I'm a bit spoiled. For the last several years, I've been going to the fair on media passes and other things like that. So Same. it's like it's a completely different experience than if you're having to pay to park. Um, I mean, ride dart, everybody. If you haven't, it's it's actually a great way to get to the fair. But yeah. if you're having to pay to park, if you're having to pay to get in, if you're having to to pay for all the coupons and everything like that, like it's it's a it's a tall order. I under, I can understand that. I still love going to the fair at least once. I go to the car show. I like the I'll car show. I'll get, a, I'll get a corn dog. <laughs> there you go. I See, do like the car show. When in Rome kind of situation. Like when I moved to Texas, I was like, okay, this state fair is you like go. no other state fair. Right. But I agree the media passes do make it a oh, little yeah, bit easier. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not going to go. I'm just I'm, I'm definitely going because I'm going to the OU Texas game. So I will okay. be going at that point. You're going to go check it out. Yeah, once you go on like a weekday with a media pass and people oh, hand you food to try on camera, yeah, yeah. you can't you can't it's come down a, from that. It's a whole other world. Yeah, <laughs> bus stand in line to buy tickets like a schlub on a Saturday it totally yeah. isn't worth your time. But I'll probably go y'all on like all, a weekday. Y'all though, are all just weekend. way too bougie. That's that's what it, right. The rides aren't fast enough, and the car show isn't car enough. No, that's, I like that's the, the car show. The car show is okay. great. Look, there's guys. not enough perks for working in media. You got to take them where you get. Yeah. I think the first the first headline we got today is super like. Uh, kind of getting heated oh, everywhere. Gosh, yes, it we, is controversial. It is, in and the I, best which way. we love some spice yeah. on a on a yeah. podcast yes. day. Uh, our first headline: Airline introduces baby seat map to allow passengers to avoid infant infants. So Japan Airlines, don't know if you've ever flown them, uh, has come up with this brilliant new system. Whenever a parent registers their child to come on their airline uh, to, to to be on a plane. 
uh, a little child icon will pop up over the child's seat if they're eight months to two years old. And so that is going to be seen by everybody booking a ticket on that flight. You're going to see, oh, there's a kid sitting there, there's a kid sitting there, and there's a kid sitting there. And you can pick your seat in accordance of where that child is going to sit. No, no other airline does this. And this only works on the Japan Airlines website. If you go through like Expedia or one of those other ones, it won't work. So they're definitely trying to drive That's you towards smart. there. I know. I good love marketing. That. Yeah. Genius. Uh, but this is, this is, you know, raised, raised a. Raised a furor in the uh, uh, comments because people want to know, is this right? Is this wrong? Should you have to worry about booking around babies? Should babies even be on airplanes? Parents have hot takes. Uh, people who aren't parents have hot takes. What do you guys think? What was your what was your second shot? And for people who are new to the podcast, by the way, the idea isn't that we give our opinions on the headline itself. We take a second shot to pull out a life lesson or to pull out like a, a different take and kind of get the conversation going. We just want you to be hopefully working on an elevated level of thinking. Mindful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being yeah. mindful, thinking. We like, uh, you know, continual growth is, is about being open to different perspectives and hearing different ideas. So what was your second shot on this? I do think that this is another one of those things that is our world of, of a bunch of sissies that everybody's, that there's people in hot arms over this. I have a two-year-old, and I could care less if it had the baby over because I, some people... If you if had they a baby have, over, what do you mean? Well, the baby over the icon, and if I was oh, taking Bright with me you know and that. somebody didn't want to sit by us, like, I get it. I, I, you know, oh, are you like, saying I'm, from, I'm like, okay. a parent standpoint? Like, uh, All these parents that are outraged over their mat. No. If you got labeled as a child no. carrier on, no. the, on the flight? No, not at all. Well, because you don't want to be annoying people who are yes. going to be easily annoyed by a baby. I, yeah, yeah, I I, I, right? I don't know why it's a big deal. Like it's it's not like they are. Um, I mean, m my opinion is, let them choose if they want to. Some people are going to be stuck by it, whatever. So I don't really care because I I don't blame you if you don't want to sit next to me with my child. Sometimes you know what I mean. Like I would rather have people want to sit next to me that want to sit next to me. And so, um, that's where I kind of go back on on my second shot on it was, like sometimes we try to fit in so hard with friends or a, a group of business or whatnot when people don't want us back and sometimes we need to let that mm. go and be okay with it like it's 10 times better to be with people that want to be with you mm -hmm. than people that you're trying to force in um and then they're going to be miserable with you and you may not know it till the end of that flight but you're going to find out sooner or later. So, like, stop trying to fit yourself in with something that, that doesn't want you in. And be okay with that. Like, it's okay. Like, I like I yeah. don't want somebody around me that doesn't want me. That's, like, one of those lessons that you kind of learn in middle school. Yeah. You know, you, you think you want to be a part of that crowd, but you're not. You, you don't actually like have the it. same interests. And you try so hard. And, and what a relief it is when you get to, like, high school or maybe college or maybe after college when you come into your own and realize, Oh, it's okay that I'm not like the quote unquote cool kids. I've got yeah. my own thing going and I'm so much happier when I express that. Is oh, that yeah. kind of like what you're saying? Yeah. And, and like how many of those people that sit there and, um, you know, want to be, want to go do a job of, of their parents or whatever uh, are, yeah. we're, we're doctors and they're having to go and be a doctor, but they're hating it and they're stuck in it. No, make the move. Do what you want to do. You know, take your own run. Like you don't have to go and be in somebody else's pick the little corner for you you can go and spread your wings and go be wherever you want to be and whoever you want to be to heck with all them and and if they don't want you and if you don't want them then go on don't be okay with it it's great i i think this also speaks to recognizing the impact that you have on others um uh -huh. i'm sure like i don't i don't have a child but i'm sure for y'all i mean you you have every much of a right to travel as anybody else right like you you sure. have every much of a right to book a book an airline ticket and travel 
but you also probably recognize that it's different when you're when you have a child <laughs> yeah. with you. Uh, for sure. And it's not just different for yourself, but it's different for others. So I think um, if like speaking to Heath's point, um, if you're a parent and you're upset by this, I think you ought to step back for a minute and just recognize, hey, um, like I, it's not it's not directed at my child personally. It's not directed yes. at me personally, but it's just directed at the general experience of traveling with especially a young a baby or a small child on a plane that it impacts others generally in negative ways. So if 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 you can find ways to mitigate that, then I think there's nothing wrong with that. No one's saying you can't fly. It's just saying, hey, here's more information for others that are traveling that may want to choose to sit elsewhere if it's going to be a problem. Totally. I look at traveling with kids sort of like um, bears, like they're they're more scared of you <laughs> than you are of them. Sort of like, yeah. don't worry, we're more miserable than yes, you, right. than you could you know ever it. be hearing our child 10 rows back. You're Trust seated, me. You're seated the closest to them. We are the closest. We are <laughs> right. more scared of this situation than you are. And we know that 90% of you are not happy about right. this. Yeah. Yeah. And if we were one of yeah. y'all, we probably would not be happy about it either because nobody's I've never minded it because I feel like I've always had the empathy and the hope that one day I would be traveling with a child. So it's sort of like, you know, trying to be nice karma. Oh, see, I was the opposite. I was the one who I wish I could go back and change my thinking (laughs) because I was the opposite. Um, Yeah, I I do like that idea. I do like that second shot with regard to kind of finding your people and owning it, even if it feels a little weird in the beginning. The other thing I thought about in terms of a second shot, and I'll say it really quickly because I know we have to wrap this segment up, but um, was thinking about aggravating factors in your life. Some of us have things that bug us every single day. And what are we doing to possibly adjust our schedule so that that's no longer an annoyance so we can live in greater bliss? To me, this seating situation is a way for people to live in greater bliss, for parents to feel not uncomfortable because they're not worried about the person behind them being annoyed, and for people who could potentially be annoyed, they get to be further away. So how can we sort of adjust our lives to prevent the known annoyances from coming in. So like, for example, if you're listening in Dallas or maybe LA or New York or DC or these heavily trafficked areas, like what would it be worth? Would it be worth it? Are you so annoyed by the traffic that it would be worth it for you to show up at work an hour earlier and get some other stuff done? Like or stuck know, in that or, carpool line that you hate. Why don't you get there thirty minutes early? Right, and then you're not stuck in the line. So it's an annoyance to have to to have to get up earlier or leave earlier. But perhaps, what's worse? yeah, what's what's worse? It could, is it is it you know you have to kind of like weigh those risks. Like for example, we have I've noted I had noticed that we were having super chaotic mornings, chaotic mornings, getting brightened out the door. So I'm like, okay, Jenny, you have like you have to get your workout done before she gets up. You just have to. I would like to be able to kind of start it and then have her kind of wake up and then finish it with her around. But it's so aggravating for her. It's so aggravating for me that it's worth it for me to get up earlier and make an adjustment. Same thing with meals. Like it's worth it to do a little bit of a meal prep or plan it out in my head ahead of time rather than getting to dinner and being totally stressed out. Like I don't know what we're having. I don't know what we're having. Yeah. I, I, I'm totally with you. I mean, I, I think that when you take a look at it and realize maybe you're a round peg trying to fit yourself in a square pe- square hole because somebody else may want you there or you just think you want to be there but you really don't want to, look, make a decision for your own self and get the heck out of it. And then the second thing is, if you're sitting there being annoyed by all these little things, why don't you make a change? It's up to you to do it. Get up earlier don't, so you don't have to be stuck in the carpool line or the traffic that annoys you. You have the ability to make that decision. We'll be back, back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. 
He makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. Okay, you guys, we have been working on this partnership for a while. This is a company that we've used as a couple, we've used individually, and now they are on board as a sponsor. So we're giving a big shout out to myllc.com. You used them back in the day, right? I've been using like when them, you first got started in business. I've been using them for 12, 13 years. It was the easiest thing in the world. If anybody's thought about setting up a company, paying big lawyer fees, they think it's a big you know, mountain of a task to take on. But with myllc.com, if you go on their website and you call them, if you're doing an S-Corp, a C-Corp, or anything, they're going to walk you through it. They won't make you feel dumb. And they're going to handle every process every year from now on from you, the stuff with the state and all of those things. So if you have any rental property outside of your own home, you need to have it in a my LL, in an LLC or an S-Corp or something in order to protect you legally if you're doing side hustles. You need yeah. to invoice them from the legal entity because it can protect you legally. MyLLC.com slash second shot. There's a coupon code 99MyLLC, uh, right? Well, yeah. All you have to do is go to MyLLC.com slash second shot and it'll give you $99 off, which is super generous. And this is kind of like a limited thing. So if you if you were thinking about it, again, you kind of started your side business, you're thinking about getting it going, or you've got a big business. I mean, they work with, with all sizes. It's $99 off. The other thing, if you're already on the site, you can use the coupon code 99MyLLC. Again, it's 99MyLLC from myllc.com. This is this is the company we've used for all of our different entities and projects. They've been so great to work with, and we're just excited to have them on as partners. MyLLC.com slash second shot. Go now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. This next headline is one of those that is could be potentially like ground-shaking, earth-moving, like... This could put a wrench in a lot of people's plans. I have a feeling the group's going to blow up about this one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I hope so. This is one that I first learned about from one of my... This rule was something I first learned about from one of my favorite movies, The Program. The Program. Which which I had on VHS. And let's all take a poll. Who would think that Ginny and Chondo's favorite movie would be The Program? (laughs) And if you've never watched it, then... Go watch it and you'll see why yeah. that is a shocker. Who's so in the program? The quote is, you never watched the program? You're a movie guy? You've never watched <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, you need to do a movie review on that. All You're right. killing okay. me. I don't know Fake how fan. it yeah. came about that this was a favorite of mine. Probably just because it was the one movie I had on VHS. But the quote was, and the NC double beep won't let us have jobs. And it was an angry football player. And I remember being like, wait, what do you mean? Anyway, so here's the story. Yes. Uh, first things first, the program came out in 1993 and stars James Conn and Halle Berry. Okay, that was killing Halle me. Halle Berry was so just too darling. Much Halle Berry too. is hot. Yeah, I said darling, he said hot. You know, yeah. That's a you know different structure, different <laughs> folks. Uh, yes, our second headline, NCAA athletes could be paid under new California law. It has been a bedrock principle behind college sports. Student athletes should not be paid beyond the cost of attending a university. But California is threatening that standard after a bill was signed into law by their governor to allow players to strike endorsement deals and hire agents. Now, the new law, which is supposed to take effect in 2023, is basically attacking the philosophy college college athletes should earn a degree and not money for playing sports. There's a whole how to do about how they're paid and the value of their scholarships and, and, and degrees versus 
monetary costs, and I don't know enough about the NCAA to really get into it, so leave it to Heath and Matt. But the point of this is these athletes should be able to monetize their own brand. They say in here, every single student in the university can market their name, image, and likeness. They can make a YouTube channel. They can, tu they can tutor math classes if they want, and they can monetize it. The only group that can't is athletes. Why? So that's the question, and, and, and this has been a controversial topic uh, amongst the NCAA. So, Heath, Matt, you guys are the sports experts, and Jenny, to a point, much more so than Now me. that it's, I've it's watched the program. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that you've seen the program. Basically, you what, know, what are we ESPN think? podcast. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. is I, I totally un the, the It can be very difficult for the college to directly pay the athletes, you know, because honestly, if they're probably more than likely the football program in, in most colleges are going to be the most highest revenue. So, you know, they can make a lot of money. The track team may not, etc. Yeah. It's like really high. Yeah. Most so I make up most. words, whatever I want to say. <laughs> That's right. Jen A. Extra But this is a good step because here's what I don't understand. Now, like, like I can get how that can be difficult. What I don't understand is how anybody in college does not have the ability to earn money outside of it. That's that's the problem because the math tutor, the the math genius that goes at college can make money tutoring people for math outside of it. You know, and like Zach said, the you know anybody there can make a skateboard and a YouTube video sure. and make money, but like the football yep. guy cannot or girl. You know, none of them can make money. The the female athlete, the w, you know the basketball player, she can't earn money outside of it. Like. That's an issue. Like to tell them that they can't earn it outside of it, and I think that's something that we that anybody could go to and kind of agree on. So um, this well, is going to be not everybody agrees on that. Well, not everybody. Well, no, I know, but I mean, I think the majority that is something that can be easier move forward than deciding on how much the colleges pay. Right, players. how much to pay them, allowing to them to sure you can have a side hustle. Whatever Basically they want to do. Yeah. doing yeah. outside yeah. of allowing it, they a, can a side hustle, and it's interesting because a lot of um, media stations, TV stations, won't allow their news anchors and reporters and such to have a job outside of it, and that I understand a little bit more because they are a job. They, they're well, and they already have a job that they're getting paid for. And then second of all, because of relationships with advertisers and such, whereas this is a little bit, this is a little bit different because they're not getting paid. They're just going to school, mm -hmm. yep. whereas the regular student could, you know, have a side hustle on Instagram yeah. or working at the student union building. I don't, I don't want to get too far down the road of just commenting on the story, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but it is a certainly an interesting topic. And I do think, like he said, I do think it starts to get problematic if you're just saying, hey, we're just cutting everybody a check. Because then where do you stop? You know, is it all athletes? Um, are, are you looking, I mean, something that's near and dear to my heart, like the band, you look at something like the Ohio The band State. Is, is not getting paid, Matt. I, I know that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but what, what I'm saying criminal. is like, you look at like the OSU band, which is as much for of a sure. billboard for that university as anything else. I mean, that gets shared all over but the place. Matt, so do they not? Nobody's they tuning not? in to watch the band. I, I, <laughs> I disagree. I absolutely disagree with that. My point is... If you're talking about money that is generated through either marketing or through um, ticket sales, I mean, all of this factors in. I'm not saying you pay them the For same. Sure. You pay them the same as a football player, but like, do they not also deserve a cut? I agree. Um, so yeah, I do think if you simply say, "Hey, if you want to strike some sort of licensing deal for yourself." Um, I, I think the university might be entitled to a little bit of that because you are trading off of the university's name, especially if you're playing for something like UT. Like it matters that you're a UT football player, so I think that that matters as well. But um, yeah, I don't I don't see a problem with that. I do think it starts to get a little iffy if you're just saying, "Hey, you're now an employee of the university." So okay, my, so what's the second shot on this what story? What is the second shot? Right. Yeah. So you know, I kind of looked at it like um, the the force of sometimes we're pushed to change when we don't want to, or sometimes we're too late to change, or we 
we don't listen to intuition till it's too late, you know. So, because the NCAA has been having lots of pressure a lot lately for many years on something like this, and now that a state comes out and, and makes this a law, like it's going to make things much more difficult for them. So, like in life, sometimes we we have our intuition or our gut telling us to do something, and we don't want to act on it, and then then next thing you know it's too late and there's been a law passed or something that that's kind of forced your hand at it then you're not as willing to want to do it you're not as happy about doing it it's not as joyous when you knew that you should have um that's also in your business or whatever when you feel like you know you should pivot but you're not you don't really want to wait until the law or something like that comes and mandates you doing it make your changes and pivot beforehand listen to what your gut's telling you that's I mean that's kind of where I, I go with it. I do think on cer- on a certain level people at universities probably know that you're getting away with something here, right? You're getting you're taking advantage of 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 not having to to pay people for all of the money that you generate. So I think he's right. Like at somewhere at some level someone knew this is probably not the right thing to do and we probably need to find a way to fix this, but we don't have to fix it, so we're not going to fix it. And um, I, I think, yeah, like you, you ought to, you ought to take a step back and say, I'm not, I'm not required to do this, but it's, it's the right thing to do, and I should, I should look at that. Pivoting ahead of time. Yep. So sort of taking an analysis and doing it before you're forced to, so to speak, right? Yeah. What did you think? What was your second shot on this I mean, one, similar, Zach? Mine's similar to Heath's, but in, in a different approach. Because I've, I've got I've got hot takes about who should be should and shouldn't be able to have a side hustle. And to me, like if these athletes are at a point where they could start doing Facebook Lives and monetizing it. Like clearly there's enough people out there that want to see their content, that want to see what they're doing. And these schools and the NCAA, rather than say, you know what, let's think about that need in the market space and do something about it and maybe utilize that in a way that's productive for all of us. Instead they're just saying, I can't do it because we don't understand it. They're afraid, they're afraid of what they don't understand. And that frustrates me. And I guess what I get out of that is like, don't, don't don't just kind of shove something away because you don't get it. Don't don't look oh. at something and go, well, I don't understand. You know what? I'm just we're not gonna deal with it right now. We'll kick that can down the road. Like, stop and take a minute and look at a problem and try to figure it out. And maybe there's a way you can get something more out of it. Sure, sure. Yeah. Educate yourself. And that bit. works so frequently like that. It always comes up with technology and with innovation and things like that. Because you're right. Like when we were in college, there was no such thing as a Facebook Live that could be monetized. No. Right. So these are old institutions that have, you know, boards of directors and, you know, board of regents and all these people who are maybe not as savvy on that. Yeah. But but what you're what you're saying is you can't just know a thing, make a rule and stick to it forever. Right. And, and expect no. to be successful and have everybody be happy. And I can't speak for a lot of these athletes because again, I don't know a lot of them, of course. But I would <laughs> imagine a lot of these people have your all, hangout. I, I imagine they have big follows, right? They get they get a lot of people on their Snapchat, a lot of people on their Instagram. Oh yeah. Like it or not, whether or not that's monetary, like just like a degree, that's valuable. Yeah. Those people have value. That's data, and like that. That's something, you know, that's not nothing. And so is it not true that sometimes an athlete will leave college a little bit earlier for that professional career, right? Yeah. Because of the lure of, <laughs> what of they, income. What if they were making some money where they could stay and finish? Right, sure. so it makes it yeah. a little bit uh, more palatable and a little bit more enticing. Wow, what was that big word you pa- just said? Palatable. palatable. Um, wow, that was, is that a real word? Digestible. <laughs> Like yes. Letters. Oh. yes. Yes. Is, did I use it correctly? It's, now it's, I don't know. It. I don't know what it means. You know. I mean, yeah. it makes it a little bit, you know, more comfortable to stay if you know that. Hey, you know what? They 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 don't have chains on me. 
like nobody likes to feel like they are being had. Yeah. Nobody likes to feel like they are, you know, chained to the walls of whatever institution they're working for or working with. And it's almost like if you give this to them, some of them will take advantage of it. Some of them won't. But either way, they'll know that they can. Yeah. And that feeling yeah. of freedom goes a really long way with I'll call the, you know, the athletes employees. They're not really employees, but in leadership, it goes a really long way in leadership, because if people know, hey, you know what? I could kind of do that side hustle if I wanted to. I might not because I'm being taken care of here and I'm really going to focus on my thing. But if I needed to, I could, you know, and so then it, it would take away the lure of. So the other companies in this instance would be. You know, the NFL, yep. the NBA, uh, you know, that would be the other company, so to speak. So if we're looking at this from a career standpoint, um, allowing your employees a little bit of freedom might keep them going from, you know, looking, you know, longingly at the other company that might give them something more because they know they've got a good thing going on right now. Because they get the power to make their own choices mm -hmm. with stuff that they want, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I think that's really, really key is the power to be able to, you know, and, and sometimes it's you can sit there and lay the smack down all you want, but they're still going to be doing it whatever the way they want to do it. And 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 what's happened is it's all been under the table in this instance. Um you know, right. instead of it just kind of some of that being out front. And then, and then it's like they're kids and they're kind of getting in trouble or doing something they're not supposed to do. I did love that. When I worked in Indianapolis, I worked for the Fox Station there and they let me do personal training. They let me teach classes. They let me host events. They, I mean, I had every side hustle under the sun. And um, I just had to agree that it wouldn't conflict with anything I was doing on the air. And um, they knew that for me, that brought huge value, that I had these outside passions outside of my on-camera job that I wanted to fulfill and I wanted to work on. I could I do media training and I could do all kinds of stuff. And it really kept me like a happy little camper because I knew that they respected my outside interests. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think whenever you think about it, that if you've got those things that your intuition or your gut or any of that is telling you to make that move make that change and um you you need to do that listen to it don't wait till it forces your hand because a lot of times we're sitting in a bad situation where something bad happened to us and and we want to say poor pitiful me but but you know that 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 was finally forcing your hand that a long time ago if you'd listened to yourself you'd have known you had to make those changes so take ownership of that and make that happen pivot before you have to do it. We'll be back in a minute on the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, we've told you guys about it for, for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around. But, but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month, and if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100, yes, even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's Ogre. It's O-G-R-E, so E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. 
so you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code Second Shot. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. So one of the things that we told everybody was that whenever we really get like stuff like advertisers and stuff, we only take sponsors that we actually use. So like Energy Ogre has been a part of uh, of this for a long time because it's something that has saved us so much money that we've consistently used Energy Ogre and use promo code Second Shot and get a free month. Um, we only are going to let people sponsor the show that we actually do use and believe in their deal. And I'm excited to announce our new, that you probably heard on the, the advertisement so far. Yes. Uh, MyLLC.com, which has been, you know, I thought about reaching out randomly because they I've used them for 12 years or so. I mean, the first business I ever created, I used my LLC. I mean, if you go to a lawyer, it can be thousands of dollars where my LLC is only hundreds of dollars yeah, so, and they set it all up. Yeah, so basically what you do, you go to myllc.com and then they set up your L- they they do the paperwork for you and for everything. For me, they do it all. this is something, you know, my background is not in business. I, neither of us went to business school um or accounting school or law school <laughs> or any of these things. So it was it was um for me sort of made the process less daunting. And the other thing, you guys, is it's like if you do have, you know, a smaller business or a side hustle or something that you're doing on your own, it is pretty important to get your LLC set up. And this just makes it so much easier and it's way less expensive. So we'll repeat the the website again if you're considering doing the deal. It's $99 off. So it's myllc.com slash second shot if you want to check it out. And the key here is that it's not just LLC, S Corps, C Corps. If any, if your mm-hmm. CPA says any of those things, you can do it. And, and a couple things, if you're doing any side hustles or, or if you own real estate, you need to have them in LLCs to legally protect yourself. If you're doing um, Uber driving, you should have an LLC and have that run through that so you're legally protecting yourself. And I understand before it's daunting, it sounds like, how do I even start? Yeah. My LLC does it all. If you go on their myllc.com slash second shot you're gonna get a hundred ninety nine dollars off and if you go on their website and you're confused call them and they walk you through it on they make it super easy so we're super excited about having my llc as a as a uh sponsor here tell them you heard about it on second shot because we're just excited to have the partnership and we want to make sure that it's valuable for for you guys and for them and you know all that so anyway well the greatest thing in the world was we had a couple new reviews so these people can be removed from the shaming Uh list but for everybody else you're still getting shamed um on september 18th zcl second shot first time listening to any podcast honestly i subscribe because i like jenny oh and i figured my subscription (laughs) would help this morning i listened and the podcast i listened to was about apologies great content kept my attention which is hard to do i enjoyed their interaction because i felt like it was a part of the conversation i was a part of the conversation i was even responding to questions and agreeing or disagreeing with them great show and thanks for a wonderful intro to podcast I just subscribed to a bunch more. Woohoo! Thanks. I hope they you were guys, agreeing with me. It's funny because those are Zach's initials. It's very close. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, wait, what's your middle name? It's ZBL. not ZBL. Oh, ZBL. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. Zach Lewis. I know, yeah. Shout we don't out, need reviews that bad. Shout out to whoever <laughs> in the world is, is, is ZL, traditionally initials. Hi, man. Now, the other <laughs> one we nice had was. We're like family. Was Fanatic Mom of yeah. Three. And it's titled, My Umbrella is Stuck Open. I wonder which episode she's talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> said, I carry too much worry. 
I need to shut my umbrella and stand it up so the worries mm. fall out. Great episode, guys and gals. Love it. And there's episode, what, how many episodes back was Umbrella? That was, was that last one or that the one before? The, that was two episodes two ago. Episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about an umbrella falling in and blocking the door, really which is recent. hilarious. So episode, thank you both. 136 or 137. For your wonderful reviews. And shame to anybody else who's been listening over and over yeah. and not left a review. Okay, gentlemen. How is the challenge going? Terribly. The challenge <laughs> <laughs> that we put out last episode, just as a reminder, it was episode 137. We talked about the idea that we were going to try for one week, seven days, at every single meal to not have your phone or not be playing on electronics or texting or emailing or anything like that. Um, so so how's it going? I heard a not well from Matt no, Stoker. No, not, not well at all. Um, <laughs> It's such an ingrained habit, and I do try to be more conscious about it, um, and I think I said on, on the post that you made, um, I've been failing at that, but I have tried in other ways to limit that. You know, I, I said, whenever I would, I'm just sitting at home and I feel the need to just reach for my phone, I mm -hmm. say, no, I, if I've got five minutes to spare to look at my phone, I'm, I have the book that I'm reading right now, I'll just pick that up, I'll read a chapter, I'll read you know, to a stopping point, I'll put it back down and say, all right, I feel good. Um, so... I've been doing that, but the the meal thing has has uh, it's eluded just, you. <laughs> it has, it's eluded it has you. It's okay. There's me. there are more days to you can start a seven day challenge anytime you like. That's Matt. true. That's true. <laughs> what That's about right. you, Zach? Uh, no, it's gone horribly for He's, me. He as hasn't well. done it once. Listen, <laughs> I, I I don't think I made it to like lunchtime on the first day. And my phone was out. And I was like, well, I guess I failed. I don't no, even think about it. start over. It. All right, Do it again. Let's be clear. I'm willing to say that on this show because I think failure is important. That's so, right. Yeah, that's, yes. that's me redeeming myself here. No, I don't even think about it. I just like, I was I was eating lunch and then I realized I was on Facebook. I was like, oh my gosh, no. I like, I put it down and I thought, okay, I won't do that again. <laughs> ah! And then later that same meal, I had my phone out again. It's it's like mind control, guys. It's like something out of They Live. And I, and I don't know what to do about it, but I have been thinking more about it since well, and i do think i do at least turning. more actively think when i'm eating hey don't get your phone out or i'll think to do it and stop myself and like at right. least that, that's what's key that yeah. step in the right direction i think is important because the i'm terrible at just giving it up cold turkey the idea behind this too is not that phones are bad not that emails are bad not that facebook's bad not that it's bad to even just pass some time doing that the idea truly at least what i was thinking and what i know could be beneficial for myself is to to let yourself think whatever thoughts are going on in your actual head because we're taking in inputs constantly, whether it's a face-to-face -face conversation, whether it's your computer, um, uh, book, uh, you know, whatever, that you're not actually, we're not hearing our own thoughts. You know, so right. we, we just thought, okay, mealtime would be a good challenge and a good chance to try it. Um, and so far I've been doing okay, but again, I, I know that my reflex is to look right to my phone, so it's helped me with my conscious awareness of it. it what about been, you, babe? It's been pretty easy because like, if I'm eating breakfast at home and stuff, typically I'm, I'm, it's with Brighton sitting there too, and yeah. like, I don't get a lot, so like, I, I easily never touch in at night when we, if we eat dinner. Like, but what about dinner, at lunch at La Cima? Well, but that's what I'm uh, saying though, is, but a lot of times, mm -hmm. especially last week, I've had lunch with somebody that's been there that I've had to take to lunch, so I don't have really okay. a ton of where it's alone just me meals. Yeah. alone so it's pretty easy for me to judge y'all and say why haven't you stuck to it when <laughs> there's only like one or two 
chances I've had, and I've been able to think of them in that time. You know, so I mean, that's have just you liked it. it? Do you in, do you like the idea of sitting I love there being with in your my own, own head? Thoughts. I do. I love it. That's why I love med- meditation. That's why I like yeah. mindfulness. I like being in my own head. Some, you know, it's just amazing the crazy things you'll think of. <laughs> it's like my thoughts are awesome. <laughs> well, I just like thinking about things. I guess I don't know. No, no it's, it's great. That's the idea behind <laughs> it. So we had the. I, I liked the que- the responses to the question last week. We asked. What's your favorite form of self care? Yeah. Um, some people were talking about you in the know, second shot Facebook group. Yes. Some of them talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the Super second shot secret. Facebook Facebook group, and then also on the Instagram Instagram page. So some people talked about you know Manny Petty. Another gal had a favorite combo, which was my sort of pre marriage pre baby favorite combo, which was go to a workout class and then go to Trader Joe's afterwards, <laughs> which is like so lame, but it's it's uh, the truth. Some of the other ones people talked about were reading going to a game like going to some sort of event or something like that um some other people said sleep you know like letting yourself sleep in for an extra hour so it's been fun to get ideas yeah. from from the crew from the group I, go ahead no 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 i, <laughs> I, I have nothing i've nothing good i was super self-conscious about my answer thought about it a lot since you guys all have like health very personal related things. Mine was like, go to a lame movie. No, no, like, no going totally to a movie no, is very good. I guess. Don't fit yourself into our self care pegs. I'm just saying Hold. there's a trend here. That's all I'm saying. No, going and to I, a movie is very relaxing. That would be very close to my, that would be in my top three yeah. of relaxing is watching a movie and, and losing myself in that movie. Absolutely would be my top three. Yeah. Turn it's, off your phone and actually actually lock yourself out of the world for a minute. So what's right. the question this week? Okay. We'll so fire the, around rapid. So the question this week is this. If you had an extra hour in the day, meaning all of a sudden, bingo, you have 25 hours. What are you going to do with that one hour? Go. Mine is simple. I would add it in the time for my wife and I to have an extra hour at night because by the time we get Brighton down, mm-hmm. say 730, right? When you get home, until Brighton goes down, you can forget about having conversation and doing anything because she ruins, I mean, she's like all up in all of it, right? So, I mean, like you can't do that. Sure. Um, by the time you get down at 730, then you got to go water the yard. You got to um, clean up the house. You got to, everybody's got to, you know, Jenny's got to get her little stuff done. I got to get my stuff done. Next thing you know, it's nine o'clock to 930. Then it's like, you're tired. You've been going at it all day. And it's th- so I would add my hour there. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Well, so shoot. Sweet. Does that mean that I have to add my hour there? Right. Yeah. Where's your hour? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I'll piggyback on that. I like that a lot. I think that um, it would be nice to have those sectioned off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Zach? I would love to say I would use it to grow my brand or go to the gym or do something like truly productive. I would probably do nothing with that hour, which means a lot, honestly. Like, <laughs> which that's, is great. That's a, that's a great opportunity for reflection that I would sit at home and do nothing with that hour. So you would meditate. Hour. Sure. Let's call it meditation. No, <laughs> I, I, I would probably watch YouTube videos or play video games or get on Twitter, which is the wrong answer. No, it's, it's not. not. It's your answer. It's I think it your answer. Is, no, it's not. No, not. Not at all. Uh, no, it depends on what no your goals are. It goes back. If that's your goal. That makes it so much worse. Yeah. Matt, what's your answer, huh? What would I'd, you I'd probably be on my phone. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, I mean, I think the simple answer for me would be sleep. Like, I'd love to add it just somewhere in the middle of the night where it's like I, f- I wake up feeling a little bit more uh, rested, although I should probably plan my day around that. I like, I like y'all's idea of having it be like the perfect time of day for me is when I'm able to get home before the sun's down and there's just that moment of time before you have to eat dinner, before you have to make dinner, where you just get home and you get to 
relax. And if I could just have an extra hour of that where it's like, I don't feel like I have to start cleaning the house. Yeah. I don't feel like I have to start dinner. I don't feel like I have to eat dinner and then take care of the dogs and then do all this other stuff. If I could just have an extra hour of that daylight time where I can do whatever I want to with it, uh, I would love that. All right, guys. So it. it's so your turn. Know. Go to the Second Shot Facebook group or Second Shot Instagram, which we finally got more than Charlie, right? No, the dog? No, we're still not <laughs> quite. Go follow the Second the Shot podcast. You're never going to um, catch a dog. Deal, Instagram. And um, Second Shot podcast on Instagram. On Instagram, because mm. Charlie, our dog, still has more followers <laughs> than us. So that would be very nice for, for y'all to be able to do. We hope you love the episode. Well, I'm going to keep shaming you to go leave us a rating or review. Second Shot Facebook group or send us an email at secondshotcast at gmail.com. Where can they find you? JennyAnchondo.com, JennyAnchondo TV on Twitter, and Jenny Anchondo on all forms of social media. I'm looking forward to chatting with you guys soon. At AppleZackintosh on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash group slash second shot. Come join the conversation. Tell, tell, tell us what's going on in your life. Uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker1, on Instagram. It's October, which means I'm sharing a bunch of cool vintage Halloween stuff. I love doing that every year, so come check that stuff out. Also, find me on the Second Shot group where I post the new episode every single week. Like it. Leave a comment now. You've been liking it. Leave a comment. MyLLC.com slash Second Shot to go check out the newest sponsor of the show. Ed, he throws it ignorance on fire on all social media. I love you. See you next time.